positive to these sounds. Plant down and lotus in a tenth of ground. Knowing if I fail to lift the veil, I'm hell bound. Journey through the fate of all the hate I found. Done laying out the layman's for these lames, big clowns. We can still throw down pound for pound. If you choose to drag my name through the mud with no bounds. Scars go deep, but the passion can shift. Trying to find a balance between anger and bliss. Searching for my purpose when success is a myth. I thought I knew the gist of the plot, but it came with a twist. Had it all mapped out, but none of the pieces fit. Abandonment issues got me doing the split. Realizing I didn't really need what I wish. Got sick of getting tricked into giving the devil a kiss. Welcome to the side of hell. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Portal to the Paranormal Thriller Podcast. I hope everyone is having a great day or great evening wherever you are and where you're watching from. Uh, tonight we have two great returning guests um, joining me tonight. Really excited about this one. Uh, firstly, we have um, Karen Lefray uh, joining us. Um, she, I'm sure you guys would have remembered her um, from a little while ago. I think it was before Christmas. Um, I got the opportunity to speak to Karen. Um, she is the co-founder and organizer of the Festival of the Unexplained, which is going to be the hot topic of this evening. Um, Kept Paranormal, um, medium, investigator. She's also part of the Haunted Magazine. So we've got um, Karen joining me tonight. And we also have Rachel Ashman. She is the co-organizer of the Festival of the Unexplained. And um, Rachel is also the founder of Lost Souls Paranormal. Um, a team um, share company based in Yorkshire. So let's bring them both on. So we first have Karen. Hello. Rachel. Hey, how are you Evening. both doing? Hey, up. Hey, up. Thank, thank you so much for joining me tonight. It's great to see you both back. Um, lots to talk about. There's been a lot going on with you two lately. Um, but before we go into all of that, what I'd like to do is just do a bit of a refresher for people that have not met you before on the show. Um, so if you could give us a bit of a background of um, what, how you got into the paranormal and, you know, and then we'll go from there. So, Karen, do you want to start off? So, obviously, well, not obviously, I've been doing mediumship for as long as I possibly can. Well, forever, pretty much in my life, it feels. Um Got into the paranormal, went to an event and then got signed up to work for an event company, um, HD Paranormal with Jane. Um, worked for Jane for about four years. Then we set up our own company, um, which I shut down last year, Keep Paranormal. And yeah, just kind of just went to an event, got picked up, applied got offered the opportunity and just never stopped doing it basically and then psychic affairs platform nights psychic suppers and then that evolved into festivals and explained brilliant and what, what about you rachel how did your entry into the paranormal start for you uh well when i was little i saw a very clearly a little girl crying outside the window and nobody believed me at all so i've always had a real fascination in all things a little bit weird and as I got older I wanted to try and prove that I wasn't nuts and that I did see what I saw um, and then I found a kindred spirit in uh, my friend Nikki um, and we joined a team called Spookseekers based in Leeds so we worked with Spookseekers for a while 
and then we helped out with uh, West Yorkshire Paranormal who are part of the TAPS family and then we decided to go solo and then I met that reprobate there and <laughs> I've been stuck with Karen ever since and uh, just kind of taking over the festival scene a little bit so that's that's where we're at at the moment. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so yeah, so the key thing with um, tonight, the Festival of the Unexplained, um, you've got the next event coming up in September. Um, mm -hmm. Do you want to give us a bit of an overview of how it started with you, Karen, and then how your involvement got in, how you got into it, Rachel? Mm -hmm. My brain just literally went blank then. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good thing. That's not good. Oh, I know. Um... Yeah, so like like I started saying, started doing like um, psychic fairs and stuff like that in 2016, and then over the years, um, my husband and I Eddie we developed it, and then along with um, Jolene Jackson Lockwood, we did and loads of other people. We did three online conventions during COVID um, to give people something to do, basically, because obviously we couldn't go out or do anything that we enjoyed. And then from that, it transpired into a real convention because everybody kept asking, well, can you not just do a full-on weekend convention that we can actually attend? So we got our heads together and um, Festival of the Unexplained Weekend Convention was born. Um, I was supposed to have had it in September 21, but yet again, because of stupid COVID, it got cancelled, got moved to March mm. last year. I met the wife, as you see, um, mm. on an investigation. Yes, yeah, she has been stuck with me. And then she joined me in October 22. Started helping with the festival and everything. And from there... She we basically have co-organised it ever since. And this year, she's helped me co-organise right from the beginning, rather than coming in halfway through <laughs> year before. <laughs> I think Rachel's just checking the football score at the there's, moment. There's just, been a, there's been a notification. What's the score? Will somebody tell me if City scored? I've just got a notification, but I can't use my phone. Dan's just said 2 0. It's not 2 0. I've only had one notification. We can't be winning 2 0. This is really bad timing. Is a second leg Champions League, Real Madrid. <laughs> ah! I'll give it a quick check. I'll give it a quick check for you. Um, have a so quick yes, look. I'm on my phone. <laughs> um, so, with, with regards to the you getting involved, Rachel, um, you know, how did you find getting into it? What was your role? What have you done? You know, how how's it been getting involved with Karen and the festival? So I I first got involved with this. Yeah, don't be scared. <laughs> be right. Be right. Uh, I first got involved in the festival. It was 2021, I think. And I was actually one of the, the guest speakers. Oh, yeah, 21, not 22. We're in 23 now. Duh. Yeah, carry on. Yeah, so 21. Yeah, so 21, but it's the last online festival. And I was actually one of the guest speakers. And I remember thinking, why do they want to talk to me? Is it really 2 0? Is somebody ticked? Yeah, Someone's like joking. It's yeah, it's, it's 2 0. I've just checked. To, to City. It, to City. Uh, um, yeah, City. 2 0, City. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, carry on. Sorry, I'm just thrilled. <laughs> I'm thrilled. What a time to be alive. Um, <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah, I was one of the speakers and I was sandwiched, interesting sandwich, between the Tennessee Wraith Chasers and Sally Morgan. So you can imagine just how terrifying that was, you know, between these huge names and I thought no one's going to watch. And uh, I've known Karen for, for quite a while, so we'd met through mutual friends. Um, and then as the festival approached last year, um, I, I sort of stepped in and, and helped with some of the advertising, the programmes and all the little goodies that everybody got last year. So I made those with my own fair hands. Um, and then we just got stuck in, made some incredible friends and thought, screw it, let's do it again this year. Let's just go big. So that's, that's where I am now. And, you know, people enjoy what, what you've created, but what goes into it? How hard was it to get it really up and going? You know, because I'm sure there's people that have the ambition to do what you guys are doing, but mm -hmm. you can give them a good insight of, you know, was it easy to do all the planning? Was there, you know, what, what it, does it entail for both of you to really get this kick started? Right from the beginning, because <clears throat> I've all organised um, the one-day psychic fairs. Like I said, I did those for... Well, I say I, Eddie and I did those for four, four, five years. Um, his role, he always looked after all the storeholders and that sort of thing. Um, and he always looked after the speakers and in that. And I kind of mulled around talking to everybody, checking on everyone, all that sort of thing. And today we did it all between us. And then when it comes to actually doing the whole weekend, because I, because we'd done Bosworth Hall, Loads of times we'd investigate it with the Haunted Live team, with um, Simon, Jason, Andy and Paul. And we'd stayed there loads of times. So we were like, you know what? It's got that, you know, that's got to be the location that we actually hold our first convention at. And that's why we booked Bosworth in the first place, because we knew how good it was to investigate. Um, kind of always been looked after every time we'd stayed there. So we're like, you know what? Let's book that venue. Um but then it's all the background stuff that goes into it. It's like sorting the website out. It's the tickets, not just booking the location. It's then booking the the location for the Friday for the history tour and all the rest of it and schedules. And that's where Rachel comes in, schedules and all that type of thing of getting the speakers in the correct order and booking the band. I'm just lucky because I know the band. I've known them for a while now from VW shows, actually. That's how I met them in the first place. So there was no doubt that I, they were the band I was booking and that was it. You know, that wasn't even a conversation uh, back then. And obviously, if they went down so well last year, we had to bring them back. Oh, that's but I'll let Rachel tell you a bit more about the scheduling and all that sort of yeah, stuff. So, so Rachel, with you, with the scheduling, what, you know, how's that been for you? Yeah, sorry, luckily I have a strategic mind. So, Karen, <laughs> <laughs> so Karen, Karen's the kind of person that has a great idea and yeah. she just blitz it out, let's go do it. And then it's like, right, Rachel, get your notepad out. So this is actually my festival Bible. It's my project <laughs> book. It is her and, Bible. <laughs> it is my bible it goes everywhere with me and um so it's it's just what i'm used to doing for work um i have a history of organizing events i've done christmas light switch on um in in large towns and cities and uh, i've also organized um wakefield's only alternative fair which was attended by thousands so i'm quite good at scheduling and things like that so that one there is the brains the ideas person and then i'm the logistics and operational sort of uh, angle of it 
Um, but it, it's not too bad. I think that once you've, you've built a decent relationship with the people that you're working with, it's much easier to get things done. We've been really fortunate that all of the guests that we've had have been incredible. We've made some lifelong friendships from this. And uh, it, it just helps, doesn't it, to, to have that friendship basis with somebody and then you can use that um, to to sort of liaise and work out what you're trying to do and add a schedule and and see what the you know the um what the what's the word what the climate is at the moment you know who yeah. who do people want to see who would they like to see first who would work well together who would bounce on you know from each other and making sure that we don't have the same thing uh, reoccurring um every hour so yeah we've we've taken some great consideration this year and I'm talking like a corporate again. You can tell I've been at work today. Corporate talk. <laughs> I know you've got, you've got a business cap on. You've got your I business. do. Yeah, I've got all corporate. Damn it. <laughs> See, luckily for Ray, for the first time around, when by the time she came in to help me and everything with the organising, um, all the speakers and that were pretty much booked and arranged, and everything was mm -hmm. all sorted, all that kind of side of things. It all been done already, and because all the speakers we had last year, um, I well not just myself, myself and others, had already interviewed them as part of the three online conventions we'd done. Mm. And also some of those speakers as well, I met them the first time around the first convention and then stayed in contact with them ever since. Or I knew them even before the online conventions. And that's how I wrote them all in in the first place, to do those. And I was like, right, I've got you in now. That's it. Now I want to physically come here and actually do a full weekend with us and do a real event. And, um, you know, Going back onto the first physical one that you had last year, um, you had an absolute brilliant lineup, didn't you? Um, you had Neil Story there. Mm -hmm. You had the Kinsella twins, yeah, and the mustache. Yeah, um, it's exquisite, exquisite tash. You know, and it's not just based around you know just like the paranormal of spirits. You have like the Kinsella twins, ufology, and it's just a great diverse. You know mix of people um and they all had their time to speak but was there a particular part of the festival last year that was your favorite part is there a bit that you would say was like your favorite home time <laughs> I, I was thinking of going home getting in my bed, bed. bed. That, that, that's kind of i was thinking the same thing and what everyone doesn't know we'll let you we'll let you know now basically what everyone doesn't know Rachel and I, from Thursday through to Sunday, we probably ate two full meals between the two of us because we didn't eat proper meals. When we did have our meals, we were so tired and over, well, starved, basically. We'd gone past being hungry, so we never even ate any of our meals all weekend. Like everyone else loved them, enjoyed them and everything else. We didn't because we were too exhausted to actually eat. I think we worked out. We had nine hours sleep from Thursday to Sunday each that wasn't a night that's all together we had about nine hours sleep all together from thursday to sunday because we are up thursday we do the investigation so we are up really late and then obviously we are up early checking in the guests on the friday and then checking in saturday and sunday obviously friday night was a late night saturday night was a late night because we had the party so yeah we kind of went out in we had nine hours about nine hours sleep each if we were lucky and i think between us out of the four meals that we should have had, I think we had about two, but then we didn't even eat them. 
But do you know what? We wouldn't change it because without without doing that, we wouldn't have had the, the experience. No one else would have had the experience that they did. And it was a great opportunity to meet people that you've been speaking to online and seeing on videos and, and seeing on TV and to actually meet them in person and, and make some solid friendships from that. And I think that's one of the great things that many people took away from the festival last year. Um, I think one of my highlights from the festival last year was uh, we had Barry. So Barry Fitzgerald was there and he was, you know, he was talking. Of, I, I missed, unfortunately, I missed most of his talk. But then we also had uh, Mine, oh, terrible with names, the young man about cryptids, the cryptids gentleman, Richard. So we also had Richard. And even though there was a talk going on, they were discussing their different views on, on cryptids and, and legends. And it was just fascinating that you've got these two characters, these two people that are so well thought of and well renowned. And they're just having this sort of like mini battle. It was great. And I just think that's that was a real experience. You know, you got two sort of experts in their fields, sort of head to head. It was great. Loved it. It must have been great, like having a group of people that all have a common interest, being able to mm -hmm. just because sometimes, you know, a lot of people are very skeptical about the paranormal world and everything, aren't they? But to yeah, bring them yeah. all bring people together where they can just have voiced their opinion in a nice environment, it must have been <laughs> a great thing to see unfold after all your hard work that you carried out for the first one. Well, our intention with the, it was named Festival of the Unexplained because we wanted it at the beginning. We wanted it to be a celebration of the unexplained. We're not a paracon. I repeat this a million times because it really grips me. We are not a paracon. We never have been a paracon. We don't want to be a paracon and we never will be. This convention, like you said, covers all genres. It's not just about the paranormal, you know. Like you said, we had Ray Fitzgerald last year talking about the Fae. We have Richard with the cryptids, with the Kinsellas, you know, with the UFOs. We had Neil with the history and Penny with the history and all that sort of thing. So we tried to cover as, and as many angles as we possibly could last year. We have changed it a little bit this year. Um, we Last year we had 13, 13 speakers last year um, to cram in over two days. Um, I've been very kind this year uh, with Rachel scheduling because we only have eight speakers this year. We cut the speakers down because we wanted to change things up this year, not just have talks and everything. We wanted to have some workshops as well. So we've thrown in some workshops for this year too to kind of mix it up a little bit. So Sarah's just put a quick note in there. The speakers yeah. last year were amazing. She enjoyed it all and it was epic. And that's all I've heard since she's come back from it last year. Sarah so. never moved from that room. She was sat in that chair and she sat and watched every single speaker. She never moved. Never that, was moved the only, that, that was the only downside for us, wasn't it? We missed out. As much as why, we, don't get me wrong, I was, obviously it was great because otherwise we wouldn't do it again this year. Hmm. But the only kind of downside for me, I would say, though, is the fact that Rachel and I didn't actually get to see any of the talks. We missed every single talk. We never got to see any of them at all. I think Rachel, I got half an hour of the Rave Chasers, I think. Rachel had about half an hour of Barry, if that, probably 10 I minutes. I had half an hour of nothing. <laughs> get Barry like minutes and checking that everybody had water. 10 minutes and making sure they got water and they were looked after. But for us, it wasn't about us going to the talks and having that experience. It was about the guests doing that and the public doing that. 
and the other speakers go into each other's talks and everything. For us, it was our priority was to look after the public and look after our speakers and make sure everybody was happy, well looked after, fed, nourished, watered and cared for. That's That was our priority to make sure everything ran as smoothly as possible that that was our intention and i like to hope to think that rachel and i did accomplish that from the feedback we did <laughs> i i think you know if we look at everything you've done since then like you did a show where you invited guests onto the show and i know sarah took part in that and mm -hmm. everyone was buzzing from from the first event you know which is great uh, sarah has asked as well will the festival of the unexplained be a yearly event First of all, as I explained, was supposed to happen once. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I set out. This is honest. This is honest truth. When it was a case of, oh yeah, well if it goes well, I might do another one. Might. There was no actual intention of actually putting another one on this year when I was organising the year before. But we arrived on Thursday by. Friday afternoon, when we were on the coach trip, we were asked, what are the dates for next year and when are you putting the tickets out? And I was like, we're on day two. This is the first full day that we are here. This is the first day. Um, no, actually, it wasn't because Friday was our first day, wasn't it? We didn't do the Thursday. Uh, we were there Thursday. Everyone else wasn't. But yeah, on the first day, by the end of the day, people were already asking when tickets will go up would we put the tickets up on monday and i was like rachel and i would like to go home on monday and maybe go to sleep <laughs> that would be lovely and we're only on day one we don't know what's going to happen all weekends it could be could grow amazing or it could be an absolute disaster we didn't know what was going to happen but every day didn't we rachel we had people asking us friday saturday and mm -hmm. sunday when are the tickets going up for next year and we're like shit we're gonna have to do all this all over again <laughs> wow and you know, it's it's so worth it though because there's a word that gets thrown around quite a lot and that is the word para unity mm -hmm. a lot of people use it whether they they truly believe in it or they express it or they display it but the word para unity gets thrown around a lot mm -hmm. and at the festival last year was a great example of a community that is sometimes mocked and misunderstood come together and bond over something that we all truly believe and love in so uh, this is this is why we do it it's not just you know it's not just a weekend away for us but it's an opportunity for everybody to come together and just be themselves and share those experiences so why would we not do it again why would we not do that i think i, I, I was in denial when i said that i was only thinking about doing it for the first year of course i wasn't going to just do it the first year i think in the back of my head i already had started planning the next year <laughs> I, I think because it was the first event it's like a learning curve you learn a mm -hmm. lot of stuff well, don't you because yeah you know, absolutely. When, when you're doing something for the first time you always find there's things that you can tweak a little bit to mm -hmm. what you were saying you had so many speakers last year you've cut that down which is going to be more manageable for the schedule mm -hmm. and things like that and I think that's what anyone going into sort of like event planning you need to really take on board there's a lot that you're not going to know until you hit that first event and then you take yeah. away you know there's a lot of pros but there's little tweaks that anyone can make um but yeah so Going into this year then, you know, really exciting lineup. Before we talk about it, I'm actually going to play um, the one of the videos. I've got two videos to play. Um, but what I'll do is I'll play one of them first. Um, and I think this one sort of gives a background of people that you're going to have 
that you've got lined up for the festival. So I'm just going to play that now for everyone. Okay. I already put the light on because it's got very dark. That's all right. <laughs> I'm going to play that now. awesome lineup what an awesome video as well um yeah. you know you can see again a lot's gone into it um but let's talk about this year's event because like you said you have made changes this year to have, yeah. um the way people can join um so i don't know either of you do you want to explain the differences between this year to last year um well last year we had Everyone arrived Friday morning for our history mystery tour, our coach trip. Um, then we had dinner, I think, Friday night. Saturday we just had we had the talks and then the part the party Saturday um Saturday night and then all the talks on Sunday. And then we had the investigation Sunday night because we weren't gonna do one, but people kept asking. So we reluctantly decided to put on an investigation the night before everybody went home, um, which wasn't part of the plan, which is why it wasn't included in last year. Whereas this year, we are going through from Thursday to Sunday. So we will do a sign-in meet and greet VIP angelic ticket holders only for the investigation this year. Last year, you were able to buy tickets just for the investigation, but that's because it was an add-on, not part of mm. any ticket plan. Whereas this year, we decided to change it. And we thought it'd only be fair to add the, the VIP experience and add the ghost hunt into it. And it is literally, if you haven't got an angelic ticket, you're not doing the ghost hunt, unfortunately, this year. it's You, po you can't possibly buy a ticket. You cannot join us for that unless you are a VIP. And Rachel and I discussed this as quite, to great length and decided mm. that was the best way to go forward. So Thursday's arrival day this year. Um, like I said, VIPs only. Do the investigation Thursday night. That's being held at Bosworth Hall. Last year, we had Class A EVPs, loads of kit, all sorts of things happen. Friday, we're doing our... What's Penny call it? Our history mystery tour. History yeah. mystery tour. I like history and that. mystery tour. Really looking forward to that. She's a, a great host and, and tour guide. So you're going to really enjoy that. Uh, the Friday, it's going to be great. Love our pen. So the reason being, <clears throat> it is um, 
a mystery because we're not telling you where you're going at all. All you know is we're going to give you the itinerary, tell you where to meet us, what time the coach is, and that's all you're going to know. You're not going to know where the coach has taken you because, yet again, this is something we talked about, wasn't it? And Penny was our historian last year and she has now become the festival's resident historian as I keep calling her because she's coming back this year not only is Penny doing the tour on the Friday this year and hosting the tour Penny has actually picked the location for where we're we're having one location this year last year we had two Um, but Penny's picked the location this year hasn't she Rachel and we've Mm -hmm. we let her make the decision of where she's got full control had full control of Friday um, for the location. All I, all we had to do was book the venue and book the coach. Penny's completely got full control of itinerary, everything for the Friday. Um, we've just organised, like I said, the coach and the venue. She has chosen it and she is doing everything else. So it is going to be really good. I don't know what to say, because I don't want to say <laughs> I only said the wrong thing, because I had to stop myself very quickly. I, I was waiting to see if you accidentally drop in the location to where everyone's going to be going, but you kept that quite under wrap. You kept that cool, so... Even in our notes, it, it says secret location in our notes as well. Already. We haven't actually written down where we're going. Yeah, it's okay, a secret so. location. So I'm not going to be asking you guys then. No, no, just, well, no, no we no. haven't got it written down anywhere because we dared and just in case we slip up. No, also, I don't think I don't think Karen can pronounce it. I can. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. Do you want to give it a try, Karen? You can give no. it a try. See how you get on. No, no yeah, I'm not falling for that one. I was. That was I had to think about it. So anyway, let's moving on very, very quickly. We'll we'll move on from that. But the lineup this year is you've got a great lineup. Um, You know, just to go through the lineup, you've got um, Dave Schreider, Danny Moss, Darren Marston, Danny Class, Penny Morgan, as you just said, Griffiths Morgan, uh, Tony Ray. Have I said that his name? Yeah. 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 Uh, Rob Thompson and Neil Story. Mm -hmm. Again, a mix of people. you know, coming under one one roof, and it's going to be absolutely great, brilliant. Um, I'm sure a lot of people in the room know the likes of Danny Moss. You know, he's mm-hmm. one of the two top uh, UK investigators for our side. Uh, Rob Thompson, he's a returning guest from last year. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Danny Class as well. He was there with you guys last year. Yeah, right, got... yeah. He's, he's he's festival family, Adam. He's and then yeah, it's got... like a, it's like a brother. That, the lovely that's funny. Like... Yeah, he's my USA brother. That's why I, ring. I call him up or he calls me and I'm like, all right, bro, how's it doing? <laughs> and, you know, going into this year then, was it hard to pick a new lineup? Or, yes. you know, what went into it for you two to get, you know, how, how did you choose who to bring on to this year's event? It, <clears throat> we went through, we did lots of things, to be honest. We went back through, I went back through like the previous online conventions that were done um, to kind of have a look and see who was popular and to see who was popular now. Rachel did a lot of Facebook stalking, Instagram stalking, TikTok stalking, we sticking. You sound you know. Sarah, the Facebook oh, stalking. You, know. should be, you should be very scared of me. She's I'm very, very good at stalking <laughs> anyone and everyone. So she's with the social media stalking side of things. 
Um, we had lots and lots and lots of late night, three hour conversations. It's just like a good job that Rachel Sussman's used to me and the fact that I never shut up because the poor bloke. Um, but yeah, we had loads and loads of meetings, didn't we? We had loads of WhatsApp conversations, video calls to try and make a decision of who to have. Because last year, obviously, we covered witchcraft, we covered the Fae, we covered cryptids, we covered, you name it, we covered absolutely bloody everything and anything last year. So this year, we decided to change things up a bit. Reason bringing um, Tony Ray in because he's a past life regressionist, a hypnotherapist. So that's something different we didn't cover last year. Mm. Um, obviously, we wanted to pick someone from the UK. And Rachel and I talked about who to have from the UK and everything um, this year. And, you know, Dan is a great guy and, you know, he's quite popular and everything else. And it, I think it was you that came up with Danny, wasn't it, Rachel? Didn't you say? Yeah. Or just so, when we were looking at, at who to invite through for this year, what we did is we went away and looked at feedback we had a look at all of the positivity, all of the comments, any suggestions people had. We put it out for an open vote as well. Yeah. And we had a look at realistically what was achievable without too much repetition from the year before. Because we appreciate that everyone last year loved the guests that were there. But unless we're going to replicate that every year. So we had to be a little bit selective this year as to how we were going to, to approach people this year. And we're looking at, at sort of who's trending and what's hot and who we, we gel with as well when contacting people, mm -hmm. you know, who, who we click with. And, um, and you kind of get a vibe even from messages sometimes. It's like uh, Dave, Dave Schrader's fabulous. He's hilarious. He's, you were in he's, a got, he's, he's got a he's got a um a British sense of humour. And so it's straight away it's like that guy's gonna fit in really well. He's got a great British sense of humour because we are dry witted and not many people understand our sense of humour. We're sarcastic no, and, and we're a little macabre. And uh but yeah, just straight away messages from Dave's like this guy's gonna be brilliant, he's gonna fit right in. And it's looking at just how people gel and who people wanted back. So we listened to feedback. We looked at what people wanted and we we did what we could within, you know, within our limits. So that's why the, the lineup is what it is this year. So we've got some coming back um, from popular demand. So we've got, we weren't having, we weren't going to have anyone back from last year, were we, Rachel? Admittedly. No, well, yeah, no I was trying to mix it up, but. The feed, the, some of the feedback that we got back from uh, from last year, we just couldn't, we could not invite people back. So um, it's like Dan was incredible. They were all incredible last year, but Dan was fabulous. Um, Rob Thompson and his his readings were spot on. Everybody wants an opportunity now to have a reading with Rob. Everybody wants to hear about the Hinsdale House. So we couldn't not bring some of those people back because uh, it was that it was that chocker last year with so many speakers and. There weren't, there weren't really many breaks in between, so some people didn't get that opportunity to sit and have a chat with some of our speakers. And this year, we get to change all that. There are dedicated breaks between each speaker. We've shortened um, down the amount of speakers that are coming this year. And we're mixing up with workshops as well, so you can come and go throughout the festival as you please, as long as you're wearing the right wristband. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can just sit and enjoy yourself and have a look at the stalls. And this year as well, another thing that we, we had a look at was the rooms that we were using. So we had a, a last minute room change last year. 
the and day I think before. That affects, so that that affected the flow. Yeah, it was the day before. Said that room's not going to be big enough. You're going to have to use this room. So it affected the flow a little bit. So we've taken all of these into all these things into consideration. As you say, it's a learning curve. So the things that that didn't really work last year, as we've had the opportunity now to fix that, change it, and implement it. So you'll see a huge difference this year. So some familiar faces, some new fun faces, and it'll be a much smoother event. And it's like because I have my Bible. Yeah, Bible. And with Robin Readings, what I don't know if I think we've publicised this. When we get back from the coach trip on the Friday, last year, the Friday night, we had dinner and then Patty Negri did a seance for us, didn't she? So this year, we are having, this is, last year, we had a, a, another separate, two separate um, ticket options, didn't we, to, to join us on the mm-hmm. Friday night last year. But we've changed all the ticket options this year as well. So this year... Um, when we get back from the coach trip, we'll have dinner in the evening. And after dinner in the evening, we're actually going to have um, platform mediumship. And Rob's going to be doing that for us. So he will be doing platform yes, mediumship yeah. after dinner on the Friday night. Because being a medium myself, I want to keep the spiritual side element into the festival. Because for me personally, it's really important to do that. So last year, we did it by doing a seance with Patty. And this year we're doing platform mediumship. Well, Rob is doing platform mediumship for us. Because I, I really, that's my one thing. I like to keep that little bit because that, that's my thing. Mm. And um, that that's going to be exciting for a lot of people to potentially get a reading from Rob Thompson. Because again, the feedback that I got from last year, he was bang on with a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff that he was saying. Um, which is great. So the ticket system this year, uh, you've got the Ultimate VIP Angelic Weekend Ticket. Yep. Uh, you've got the Black Magic Weekend Ticket. Uh, mm-hmm. Phoenix and mm-hmm. the Ferry. Yeah. And this, the IMP Ticket. Imp. Now, I know imp. I, it's imp. Oh, it's imp. It's imp. Imp. Imp Ticket. Like little, but, little um, naughty pixies. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I know a lot of the tickets have been sold already, but what tickets do you have left if people are still interested? Wow. Not a lot. <laughs> so we have one angelic ticket, ultimate angelic ticket, one. And Only one. Because, one well, it wasn't, it was earmarked, but then um, somebody couldn't come. So was it young one. young man from America just couldn't get over? So we've yeah yeah he unfortunately he he isn't able to attend personal whatever personal reasons anyway not for us to discuss but yeah it's no longer able to attend so we have got one ultimate VIP angelic ticket available as you know we did a payment plan. So last year we had a six installment payment plan. This year we had an eight installment payment plan or a six installment payment plan for the Ultimate Angelic tickets. Um, So even though all payments for the Angelic should have been in at the beginning of this month, obviously if somebody wants to purchase that ticket, we're not going to make them pay in full. We will make some sort of an arrangement for them if someone would like to purchase it because the ultimate VIP angelic ticket is 350 So it includes 
the ghost hunt, the day trip, Friday night, Saturday day, Saturday night and Sunday. So it includes absolutely everything. That includes your meal Friday night, your lunch on Friday, no, your packed lunch Friday, your meal Friday night, your dinner and gothic masquerade ball Saturday night as well. So, yes, there's one of those. And, and, and you, you covered a lot of it, but what I'll do is I'll just quickly go over the full mm -hmm. listing. So if anyone's interested, so it's £350 for the ticket, but what you get in it is the meet and greet with the guest speakers, a four-hour ghost hunt with the speakers, intimate Friday day trip, speakers mm -hmm. and packed lunch provided, intimate Friday evening one-course dinner with speakers, followed by platform mediumship hosted by spirit medium Rob Thompson, uh, Saturday access to the talks, uh, Saturday, these two are Saturdays as well, is the workshops and exhibit, um, oh, my screen's gone blank. And the exhibitors um, or the storeholders? The storeholders, um, and then, oh, here we go, uh, party the night away with our guest speakers and your festival host, and I think that's the Masquerade Bowl. Gothic yeah. masquerade ball. And am I right? To I, wonder, I wonder whose idea that was to make it gothic. <laughs> the gothic idea is absolutely great. But can I just ask, just pause quickly? Are you doing the karaoke as well? There. Oh yes, yes. Actual fit. Okay. It, was, it was. It was my condition. I wasn't coming this year unless there was karaoke. Sarah's going to hate me for this, but since she found out there was karaoke, do you know what? She goes to bed in the evening and she's singing. <laughs> songs from her phone trying to learn songs for karaoke You're practicing oh, i like well, that dedication we're well, all good it's a pro it's proper karaoke so you'll you'll be all right i think you'll, you'll sound better than karen karen can't carry a tune in a bucket I, i've got I, i've got a video I've of sarah doing sing. karaoke on the sofa like and do you know what i might have to send it <laughs> you, do it do it sarah's listening uh sarah said uh, a duet with you rachel Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Drop me a private message. I'm miserable. I'm really miserable about it. I really don't want karaoke. I don't like karaoke. I don't want karaoke unless I'm actually smashed up my tree is the only time you get me doing karaoke. And last year, I didn't even drink on the Saturday night party. I drank water all night. Not that anyone leave me, but I was actually drinking water. So we know what the mission is this year. Get Karen drunk so everyone can get her on the stage and do a bit of karaoke then. Uh, so if so, what I'll do is, as, as an added bonus for the angelic VIP ticket holders, I will purchase earplugs and put them inside of your goodie bags. For all <laughs> VIP ticket holders, I will do that for you. You're welcome. Oh, uh, oh. okay. So shall we move on from that one? What's next? What did you say, Rachel? <laughs> Um, so where were we? Okay, so that was the Saturday night. Um, we got the mass <laughs> uh, we got the live band as we just talked about. We got the karaoke, and then the mm -hmm. Sunday, you got access to the talks, workshops again. Um, mm -hmm. and that's the and an exclusive VIP goodie bag as well. Um, so that's uh, the VIP, yeah. VIP goodie bag only. It's the only yep. goodie bag that's on offer this year. We're not doing goodie bags for the other tickets this year. Sorry, guys. So if you're interested, um, where who do they hit up if they want to have a chat with you about it? Do if they, they or Rachel? yeah, so hit the festival web page, the festival website. page. Everything you want to know is on there. Um, 
with the accommodation at the hotel, the accommodation is not included in your ticket. I'm sorry, we just it's just not feasible to include the accommodation of the ticket price as well. But saying that, we do have a discount code on the website for the hotel. You do have to ring the hotel to, uh, not the hotel directly, but the bookings line. You do have to ring them to book your room. Um, there is a special code on there to use when you call them up and book it. We do get a discount. Single room, bed and breakfast is £60 a night. For a double room, bed and breakfast is £70 a night. Um, they have actually increased their room prices this year. It's £109 now to book a standard double room for bed and breakfast. But because you're using the code from the website, you get like a £39 discount. And it's a beautiful oh, hotel nice. as well, guys. You know, if you're interested in the weekend, you know, you won't be disappointed. Extremely haunted. It's amazing. It's going to be great. Um, so we know that there's one vip angelic ticket left so we covered that any other tickets that are still available for people to grab we we have I get the bible i've got the bible the bible we have some phoenix tickets left. yeah no, we've only got a couple though unfortunately we've got, like a, we've got a handful of phoenix tickets the phoenix ticket is workshops workshops exhibitors talks gothic uh, dinner saturday night dinner Gothic Masquerade Ball, Live Band, and Karaoke. And that ticket is £80. Excuse me, it's £80. And with that ticket, you can pay it in two instalments. You don't have to pay the full 80 in one go. You can pay it in two instalments. But there are only a handful of those left. Yeah, so that's been a new ticket introduced this year, and it's actually been incredibly popular. Um, they they flew out as quickly as the angelic ones did, so um, it's a new ticket introduced, and it's been it's been a good sell. I think everybody just wants to come to the masquerade ball. That's the only chairs. Sorry, that's the only reason we've got tickets left, as Rachel was saying, because it's been such a popular ticket. The only reason we have tickets available is because we upped the limit on the Phoenix tickets, so we added more tickets on because they just sold so we're like well do we can fit some more do we add some extras so that's why there's a handful of those available because we decided to actually add some extra tickets for sale sorry if my screen is going funny um so yeah we added some extras on that's why there's some of those left and is there any other the day tickets like the fairy and the imp do you want to just give them yeah. a quick oh, oh. So we, we've, we've not limited those, so the more the merrier. So if you want to come join us for either the Friday, uh, sorry, the Saturday day or the Sunday day, there are tickets available for those. We haven't limited those. Um, I think we'll we'll keep an eye on that. And if it starts looking like it's going to be a bit overcrowded, then we will put a restriction on those. But yeah, we're, we're open to, we're open doors. So head to the website and grab your Saturday or Sunday tickets. And your fairy or your imp ticket are £30 each. I also, I'd like to point. So, sorry, just with the Phoenix tickets, as that covers the Saturday day and Saturday night, it doesn't include the Sunday, does it? No. So, if you do, if you do want to come for the whole weekend, but but sort of shorten your package down, then recommend recommend buying your Phoenix tickets so you can attend the party, and then an imp ticket for the Sunday. Yeah. Otherwise, you won't get to attend the Sunday, and then you'll miss the uh, the gorgeous Dave Schrader talking. Mm -hmm. 
That'll be brilliant. And we have have we put we have put the itinerary out already. We haven't put the times or anything. We have put the, no, itinerary the itineraries out. Who is speaking on which days? Because some people have said to us, "Oh, well, we wanted to see so and so and so and so, but we can only come that day." So the schedule's out. That's that's it. The itinerary is done. So unfortunately, mm -hmm. we, I know some people are disappointed because they were can only come on Saturday, and Dave's talking on Sunday. But we've had to schedule it the way we've had to schedule it. Um, so that is that is set in stone on what days people are talking. That's great. And if you guys want to um, find out about the scheduling, you can actually go to the Festival of the Unexplained website, and I believe it's all on there. Um, and it's in the bottom of the description here. So I've put the website in the description. So head over. Um, you know, guys, it's a, a lovely location. You know, it's great people that you're going to meet as well. So it's going to be fun. Um, what I'm going to do is just pause there for a second because I've got the a second video that I just wanted to play. And I think this relates to the oh, masquerade ball. So I'm just going to play that for you guys. That's going to be a great night. Um, you know, with yeah. the masquerade board, the gothic theme, you know, where did the idea come from? Why go down that road with the, the masquerade board? <laughs> we, right. we so we were actually, we, we'd just done the Black Swan, which is in York, which is hands down one of my most favourite locations in the entire world. Love the Black Swan in York. So we'd done a sleepover, had a breakfast and thought, let's just go for a mooch around York. And we sat there having cake and coffee and we just sort of shooting some ideas around. I said, we need a ball. We need a masquerade ball and it needs to be gothic. And then Karen's like, yes, red and black. So that's 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 kind of how we work. We come out with ideas and then uh, kept throwing ideas. And that, that's how it, it came about. We literally ran the same day, didn't we? As we were sat there finishing our coffee and I was like messaging the person that does our website. Right, we've just decided as of now. Mm -hmm. We are now yeah. doing this. And because obviously the festival logo is black and red, the ball had to be black and red. Yeah, I think that, I think that's a great theme. You know, it's sort of the, the gothic theme, you know, because I was thinking about like the top hat and everything with a like a black and red suit. Um, Make it happen. I was... Uh, Make it so. Try and keep it so. Because Dan's going as well. Uh, Dan Winter's coming back as well. I love Dan. And and I messaged him and I was like, wouldn't it be cool if me and him went in matching suits? I don't think he thought it was cool, but I thought it'd be quite yeah, cool. Yeah, I think that'd know. be well cool. Especially, especially now, I've got no hair, I've got a bit of a beard, he's got no hair, and he's got a beard. I thought it'd be that'd be cool. awesome. Imagine those photos. So, so Dan, it, if you're watching, don't be a fun sponge. Go and buy matching suits. No, yeah. I think that would be quite cool to do something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. 
you know, we've got the mass grade board to look forward to. But on the side, you've also wanted to do more of the advertising of people to join in to advertise themselves, is it, that you wanted to do? Do you want to explain that a bit more, Rachel? Yeah, so this year, uh, so well, I explained last year we had a little programme. And as I came into the festival quite late, it wasn't exactly what I wanted it to be. Do you have a vision? And it just doesn't come out in print. So this year, um, we're not having a programme. We're having a full glossy magazine. Um, and it, within the magazine will be opportunities for our celebrity guests to, um, to do autographs. So it's something you can keep. Um, and in there will be an opportunity if you wanted to put any advertising in there. So if you want to advertise your um, your team or your shop or your business, um, there's there's some, some advertising space available. So if you do want to advertise, um, the email address to get in touch is sales at, in, at festivaloftheunexplained.com. So if you do want to advertise with us in our um, super duper beautiful glossy magazine, then please get in touch and we'll we'll arrange that for you. And it is um just to add that, sorry to interrupt. That's right. Just that, that's an A it's last year it was only A5. This year it's actually A4. So when Rachel says it is a super duper glossy magazine, mm. it is an A4. So advertisements are either quarter page, half page, or a full page. So when we say full page, we mean an A4 full page. That's it. And um, so they just get in touch with you guys and then you'll make the rest happen. And is that something that people at the festival are going to be able to purchase these magazines or are they going to be something that are going to be handed out when people come? They will be VIPs only. We will receive them in their goodie bags. Um, but then we do plan on having them available for anybody else that would like to purchase them over the weekend and they won't be silly money um, no so cheapest chips yeah. cheapest chips we appreciate the the economic climate at the moment so yeah. we know that we we yeah we we've, we appreciate the value of things at the moment so yeah there'll be opportunities to buy some merchandise and also we we also if you've gone to the website you can purchase t-shirts and hoodies and other bits of merchandise so there's links on there so if you do want a festival hoodie or a festival t-shirt has a full lineup <laughs> <laughs> Some yeah. people have got them already. Oh, I didn't. I didn't realise that you had the tops available. See, Sarah, yeah. be, Sarah be on that. Go now. Sarah. Sarah, get on the website. You've got his credit card. Get him bought. Sarah, with, with the top, <laughs> on with the tops. I got the the t-shirts and the hoodie. You got you got um, a normal hoodie or you got a zip-up hoodie because people like different things. And then you've got the t-shirt as well. But with the t-shirts and the hoodies, you've got the logo on the front. And in the back is our own personal design. Our background design that's on it has been made for us. Um, so you won't see it on any other merch. And if you do, then I want to know because it was our design. <laughs> Copyright. Mm. Um, and as Rachel said, it's got the list of names of all the speakers on the back of the tops as well. And then at the bottom, it's got the dates of the event. So it's a basically the way we've done it is for this year, we wanted proper festival merch so they got the lineup and they got the dates on it so that'd be great and it would be a great bit of um memorable you know yeah, merch well you've got well, you've got little bits on on the website but if you want to purchase any of that it is going uh via the website to do so that's absolutely brilliant um 
you know, is there anything else that you want to add in about the festival? You know, um, one of the questions um, that I'd like to ask on a personal level for you guys, what does the Festival of the Unexplained mean to you guys on a personal level? You get me crying a minute. You talk, Rachel. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always get emotional, don't I? I can't help it. Uh, I said that. Do you know, I wasn't expecting a question like that. Um, you can move on mean? from it if it's like... <laughs> no, you know, no, 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 I'm thinking of a way to word it without making Karen cry. The reason oh, no, why right. I... I'll be fine. The reason, reason I got involved in the festival is because one of the things I hate to see the most in the world is to see... I don't like to see somebody suffer or struggle or to be left behind. And I could see that there was an opportunity here to help her achieve something that she'd worked so hard for. Um, so for me, I like to see just all this hard work, all of Karen's dreams and visions come to life. And if I can be part of that and rein her in, because she can be a little bit out of control at times, rein her back in with some of those crazy ideas and be part of, of that vision, and that dream. And I also love to see everybody come together as part of that community as well. As I said previously, it's an opportunity to come together and just be ourselves, share our experiences and to make some lifelong friends. And I think one of the things that, even though we have said it, you know, in messages and it's easy to, to comment on people's posts and threads, we are we are both incredibly grateful for all the support that everybody has given, inviting us on to, to chat shows and podcasts and, uh, and video blogs, you know, the opportunity to, to speak about what it is that we do and what we want to do and how we can help and how you can help us. So thank you to everybody for their support last year and for continuing to support us and coming back this year. And Karen will definitely sing karaoke. And for that, I am sorry. <laughs> will she? For me, like, for me, it was a an idea. And Rachel told everybody, the festival is my baby. It is literally my baby. I live, sleep, eat and breathe the festival from, from day one until the day it ended and still continue to do so now. It literally is part of my daily life, literally. Um, and like, I don't want to mirror everything Rachel said, but everything Rachel said, I'll, I'll mirror as well. And it's not just that, it's... I'm so passionate about it. It means so, so much to me. And like to the amount of work and everything else that went into it, and it's really, really, really important to me. And this year, um, this year we're... Um, sorry. Do you want me to take over? Because I know what you're going to say. Do you want Rachel to take over from this yeah. bit? So this year is a, a, a particularly poignant one um, as we lost um, Eddie last year, who was co-founder, financer, the strength, the brains, the one that the one that reined Karen in when she she had too many dreams and, and went a bit bonkers, you know, just planning too much and threw all the life into it. Um, so we lost Eddie last year. So this year is dedicated to Eddie Frey who stood by her and um, dedicated time and love and energy and money to putting this festival together. So not only are we doing it for ourselves and we're doing it for the paranormal community, but more importantly, this is for Eddie. 
Is that all right? Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> if you go, sorry. That's if you right. um if you go on the anybody that doesn't well, anyone I don't know who's watching this. If there's anyone that doesn't know about um my fray, um there is actually a dedicated page about him on um the festival website. Um and also on there, we do actually ask for, um, you don't have to, but on there, we also have a donation link on there as well for Calm Campaign Against Living Miserably for Mental Health. Um, so if you'd like to, there, there is something on there that you can donate to if you'd like to. Uh, like I said, we're not expecting anyone to. We do plan on, I'm in talks with Calm at the moment, because um, we do plan on either having um, what they call the like little money boxes and yeah, you know, we're going to try and have stuff. Donation box. Yeah, that's yeah, collect we've got collection tins, haven't we? Collection tins yeah. and some promo materials. Yeah, some promo material and things like that. Um, we're hoping to have actually at the convention available as well. Um, Rachel and I are actually one of the workshops that are going to be happening over the weekend is Rachel and myself. Um, I'm going to be talking about mental health awareness um, and Rachel's going to fix everybody like she's fixed me no she's going to teach everybody about cleansing and she can't fix everyone uh, i can't fix you it's impossible you know, <laughs> been trying for months this hasn't happened but yeah um because of like rachel said because of this year and it's being this year and every year going forward it's going to be done in ed's memory because if it wasn't for him first of all they explained last year what obviously i'm rachel but if it wasn't for him at the beginning the festival never would have happened last year and if it wasn't for him i wouldn't be where i am now because he he was the one that he was the force he was the force behind me basically he pushed me and everything else and financially backed me and all the rest of it like i just said to make my dreams come true so we plan again this year to try and make it the most epic awesome amazing freaking weekend we possibly can for everybody that's attending and um just come and bloody buy a ticket and join us you're like <laughs> you missed out last year like it's september we're only in may sort your life out do you know what i mean come on it is, it's going to be a great and you know to take a you know a step away from the paranormal and talk about mental health i think that's going to be a real great thing for you to do karen that's going to help a lot of people because you know, I do believe a lot of people are too scared to speak about their own mental health and, you know, and it needs people like yourself to stand up and say, look, I've gone through stuff. I know how people feel. And I've been even people that might be watching or when they're watching on the replay, you know, take on board. There's a lot of people that goes through a lot and talking is a big healer. It's hard, but it does help. And I think that's going to be so important for you, but also for the festival as well, to be able to share that out and, you know, it's going to have a massive impact on people. And I think that's a brave thing for you to do. And I just think that's going to be a great part of the festival as well. So I, I would just like to say well done for that part. But, you know, because I know it must take a lot for you to get up and do that kind of talk. Yeah, I've, I've done one earlier this year. I did, a, I did a dry run. I did one for somebody else this year. I was asked to do a talk. So I did it on uh, mental health from my own personal experiences and everything. And a lot of people last year... Because Eddie only um, came on the Sunday, but a lot of people got to meet him and they got to work with him and they got to work on the investigation with him, didn't they, Rach? And 
you know, he got to meet and greet a lot of people that, like we said, we've talked to online and everything else, or friends and stuff on social media and whatever, you know, and what people wouldn't have known is back then, back in March, he, he was struggling back then and people didn't know that up until obviously what happened happened in August yeah. last year. So we feel, we both feel it's very, very, very important to highlight a subject that people are very uncomfortable about talking about, you know, and it's about time people did. It's not going to be about the, the festival. It's about going, having a great time, enjoying ourselves, meeting, greeting people, making new friends, making, having new experiences and basically having the best time ever. But as part of that, we wanted to do something a little bit serious. So we decided the that what we're doing, Rachel and I, we're actually doing that over the the lunch period, aren't we, Rachel? We're not actually having it on the it Saturday. Not, yeah, on the Saturday, we've got it. We haven't done it as a separate thing, but because of what it's about, we do know that some people will shy away and will not want to come to something like that when they're trying to have like an amazing weekend away to enjoy themselves. You know, which is fair enough. So the decision was made that we will be doing our workshop over the lunch hour on the Saturday. So if people want to come to our safe space, they can. If they choose not to, we won't take it personally. Do you know, I, I personally think it will be a great thing. You know, I think, you know, it will sometimes it's easier to speak to people out of your normal circle. Mm-hmm. You know, because you, you, it can be quite daunting to let people in that are very close. So I do think, you know, that is going to be a great part of it. It doesn't take any way, anything away from the festival, but it's just another way that you guys are trying to help the community, shall we say. Um, and I think that'll be, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> I'll, I'll get involved. I'll, I'll, I'll speak. But, you know, I think that's a great idea of what you guys have come up with. Um, you know, so we've covered a lot of the mm-hmm. festival but you guys are not just part of the festival. You got your own stuff going on as well, separately, mm-hmm. haven't you? So everywhere, we're everywhere. Bloody everywhere! You can't get rid of us. <laughs> so just recently, you and Rachel, the both of you, actually took a trip to go and see Danny Moss, didn't you? To with Chester. See... But not just Danny. No, it wasn't just something all about Danny. Don't give him and that. Our Brett. God, we love Brett. Brett says, "Love Brett." The, the Haunted Hotel, it looks oh, like a great location. What was it like for you guys? Amazing. Investigate. <laughs> Warm, dark, active, <laughs> amazing. We're going back. I'm moving in. <laughs> what And the building itself, what was it? Is it a, like an old hotel? Was it an actual hotel or was he? It's so historically it was it was part of oh I forgot the name of them so where you have a, a series of, of shops you know a cow there's a technical term for it if Penny's online please tell me what it is Penny because I said this the other day and um, mm-hmm. so you can actually see the beams in the middle floor of where there used to be separate structures so there would have been um, like a walkway through it so it wasn't always like a, a boozer. Um, we don't know much about what happened when the owners took that on and and just how far along that was with the, the hotel. We don't like to to sort of look into where we're going. We like to rock up, see what we find, and then go back and, and see if we can corroborate that. Uh, but the, the building itself is just it's spectacular. It's just it's beautiful. It's uh, the, the floors are warped, the walls are warped, original beams, original features. It's, it's great. It's, it's so good. Um, 
it's built in the 1600s it's just it's just beautiful and even better i mean the decor's great as well the way that it's been decorated it, it you know it's been thought about and it's tasteful um and there's some great photo opportunities with some of the, the objects that are around the hotel and then each room is different so yeah. every, every single room is different has a very slightly different theme so we stayed in room two and it had some sort of like slender man figure painted yeah. on the wall and um it was I actually we got some really cracking evps from in there some great ones that i still need to to clean up and, and send on to danny to have a listen to clear screaming and then there's whispering I, I got this evp whispering in it and then it wasn't until we were leaving that i saw um a notice by the side of this box that was in our room saying that somebody actually caught an evp of um whispering coming from the box and i've caught whispering coming from that box and you can, so i did it with a, a live photo um so you can actually see what it's aiming at as well so it's not wow. just that they were picked up from elsewhere but there was um lots of activity on the rem pod lots of activity on the tri field so um we didn't actually see we didn't see much did we um i think we'd hit that state of exhaustion because we we didn't sleep very much the night before so we'd hit that state of exhaustion but we did see there was a clear shadow figure in room one was it room one shadow figure in room one we saw a shadow yeah. figure in the bar we saw a second shadow figure in the bar walking through we had loads of EVPs. We had we we sat there. We made a joke of, "Oh my God, we've turned in those." Give us a bang, give us a knock, give us a tap, people. <laughs> but but it did help it. And Rachel, <laughs> like this is something I've not even told Rachel. I actually watched the other night, um, Monday night. Actually, it was Steve Higgins Higgy pops a little bit of that, and the knock it, the tapping he got. And the exact area he checked in that bedroom was exactly where we were getting it from. And it's the same bloody area we checked. So he was getting on when on Thursday night in the room five, when we got the tapping and we were trying to debunk it and looking yeah. to see if it was the pipes When I watched back on Monday, watching um, Steve Higgins, him and his girlfriend had exactly the same as what we had on Thursday. And they also checked behind that um, net curtain. That curtain, and yeah. And they looked for pipes too. And we had exactly yeah. the same tap in Thursday they had on Tuesday. And, I think, and the other thing that you were mentioning, Rachel, how you both sort of connected to the same thing. You were talking about the pregnancy. Do you want to just give them a bit of a... Oh, yeah. You know, yeah so, then it shows the connection with you and Karen because it sort of matched yeah, up with so, the yeah, I was sat, sat in a rocking chair in the middle of a pentagram as one does on a, on a Thursday evening. And I was holding this doll, just sat there gently rocking about on this uh, this rocking chair, REM pod next to me. And Karen just comes out with, I can see a line of, of um, women coming and having babies, like the in and out. You know, there's just a, a constant stream of people coming in and giving birth here. Um, and as she was saying this, I've noticed it maybe about 20 minutes before and thought, ah, oh, maybe I've just eaten too many chips. But I could actually feel I, I've I've got I've got two kids, so I know what it's like. I could feel a baby kicking. I could feel, you know, actually something kicking inside my stomach. Um, and it was just the weirdest experience. And as Karen was talking about the, you know, seeing these these women coming in to have babies, I could feel this kicking and the REM pod next to me just went mental. 
Um, so it all just kind of happened all at once. She came out with this. I was like, it's so weird that you've said that. Oh, I lost an earpod because um, it's somebody's want to talk about it. Um, it was just so weird that she talked about it, and I could feel it. I could actually feel a physical reaction of of, of, of like a baby kicking. It was just the weirdest the REM, thing. Um, the REM corroborated the information I gave as well because we because a name that I gave to Brett. Brett said that oh yeah, we've had that name, but we've only had the first name. But I actually gave the full name of the person that I'm because while Rachel was feeling this kicking, which I didn't know she was having, I was actually lay on the bed at the same. Um, <clears throat> the same time I came out with this um this full name like first name middle name surname and I explained to Rachel what I was actually watching what I was seeing happening and obviously like she said she was having that experience right at the same time but I didn't know until after I finished talking and the REM was going off wasn't it in response to when I was mm -hmm. explaining what I was seeing and then you started explaining what you were feeling and then the REM corroborated that as well and when we went into another room and we continued to ask questions, so we had the voice recorder and mm -hmm. Karen asked, you know, was this person a midwife? And as she says, the word midwife is a very clear no over the top of it. Like it was very close to us. Yeah. And it's probably half a second later that you can hear a woman screaming throughout the the room the rest of that EVP, that recording. And that was in a um, different so room, wasn't it? It was in a different room. So we'd followed that same line of questioning just in different rooms. Um, and so it wasn't a midwife that was accepting these babies in and out. So it's uh, it's 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 intriguing because now I've I've come away and I've I've started pestering Penny to do a bit of research. So our Penny's gone away to do a bit of digging on the place, and uh, I've been having a look at, at what it could have been, who she could have been. Was there anything mm. unusual or illegal happening in that building when it came to? comes to, to pregnant women babies so it's uh yeah it was really fascinating it was a good night um I think that we'd have appreciated it more if we weren't so tired from the previous night uh we just kind of crashed and we got to half past two and we're like yeah. that's it we're we're done we're tapping out we're tapping out <laughs> I think really we were shattered. one of the first to go to bed which is very unlike us we're normally the last but we were mm. just we had so much we had activity pretty much in every single room we went into you got evp from three different rooms um mm. different types of evps there was three wasn't it, it was five mm. yeah so three different areas got evps from rachel and i saw to say i didn't tell her what i was seeing downstairs in the bar i said to her can you see what i see she said well and i said well, I actually, just... you tell me you tell me what you can see and i'll tell you if it's what i'm seeing <laughs> Yeah, because I could see a white mass. It was just like a white mass stood there. And she's like, yeah, it's a woman in a white dress. So I couldn't make out that it was a woman, but I knew there was a white mass there. So that was quite interesting. And weirdly, just before that had happened, we were sat around doing sort of a spirit box session as a, as a group. And I, I felt like, do you when you go fast over a speed bump and you leave your stomach behind? And I got that feeling and my face went all fuzzy. And Karen leans forward and she went, you're channeling you. <laughs> I can't do that accent. I don't speak that abruptly. <laughs> but she's like, you're channeling. Like, I know, Karen, I know. I can't help it. So there's definitely lots of really unusual energy and lots of different forms of activity as well. Some of the people that we were there with experienced poltergeist activity. They were seeing doors opening, wardrobes opening, things moving. Um, so, yeah, it was a, it's a good night. I highly recommend it. What we should do is next time you come up north, let's all go. 
Yeah. Let's all go do that it. Let's fun. all go do the hotel. It was absolutely. Um, it was it was so so good. It, it's up there in locations that I've done. I've we've both done loads and loads and loads and loads of locations, but it's a hundred percent definitely up there. Definitely going back. Sorry, Danny, you ain't getting rid of me yet. <laughs> and the hosts were great as well. Danny and Brett are like the anthem <laughs> deck of the paranormal world. The they great. Are, they the are literally. Yeah, they are Anton Decker's Paranormal World. Maybe we should, maybe we won't tell them about that unless they're watching. But yeah, they definitely are. They're so funny together. They work yeah, so great. well together. Absolutely. And also, I just wanted you guys to each shout out your own stuff that you're doing because I know um, Rachel, your group, and Karen, you do your own stuff as well. Um, so, Rachel, let's start with you. Tell us a bit about your group and what you've got coming up with your group outside of the uh, so yeah so my team it's lost all paranormal we are based in wakefield west yorkshire so a lot of our locations are done up north um and we we tend to do a lot of um, house cleansings and private investigations within homes so i've got a few of those lined up but we are heading out with the united in paranormal guys to do the skirid in a few weeks i've just got another notification who scored somebody let me know what the it's score three, is it's three nil. Oh, is it? it was a known goal. Yeah, it was a known goal. Oh, well, still goal's a goal. I'll but, take it. I'll take it. Goals are goals. Um, so but, still winning. <laughs> goals are goals. Still winning. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also in October we have the race chasers coming back over. So we have booked out um, Kirkstall Abbey and Abbey House Museum, and it's a really incredible location. So we've booked that out. Um, and Chris Smith. Brannon is coming, uh, Mike is coming over. So three of them are coming over and they're, they're bringing a ton of Americans with them as well. So it's gonna be chaos. Um, so I, I think, I don't know if we've sold out actually. I haven't had a look at ticket sales yet, but I think we might have sold out. Uh, but you'd get a better idea if you went onto the website and had a look. So we tend to do a lot of team share um, events. We've been here, there and everywhere really. And um we, we like teaming up with other teams so such as united in paranormal paranormal penny pinchers so we, we sort of look you know work with with northern teams and we're doing a 48 hour bender at 30 east drive um for charity say so bender is it's gonna be 48 hours i don't know who booked that but that'll be interesting so doing 48 hours at, at 30 east drive so when you guys come up to do ponty fracks you better come and visit Yes, we will do. We'll come and say hello. Um, you better. Uh, I know where you'll and, be. <laughs> <laughs> and where can people find your team, uh, Rachel? I know you've got a website. Yeah, said, so we're on, we're on Facebook and uh, so we're on all social media platforms. Um, Gemma tends to look after our social media because I'm terrible with videos. Um, Nikki does all the posting on Twitter and I'm the Instagram queen. So you can find us on all social media platforms and we have a website as well, www.lossillparanormal.co.uk. So if you want to head over and stalk us, then we'd love that. Brilliant. So what I will do at the end is I'll put, a I'll put all of Rachel's team's descriptions in the comments. So if anyone wants to head over, you can do that. And then over to yourself, Karen. What about you? What have you got? outside of the festival i know you 
Not so much this year. Um, I shut down Keep Paranormal last November, so I'm not actually organising investigations as much as people want me to, and I keep still getting messages, can I please organise them? Um, Because people want to book tickets. Um, I'm no longer organising investigations. Um, I've got my own um, Karen Frey Psychic Medium Facebook page. I've got TikTok. I actually have gone professional this year and I've actually got a Karen Frey website. So that's just www.karenfrey.co.uk. You can go on there and have a look and see where I'm going to be, what I'm doing, what events I'm doing with other people. Um, I've got Semevic Baths in a couple of weeks with United in Paranormal, the beginning of June, the end of the June, I'm um, at the Skirid with them as well. Then... Um, in August, I'm at Lancaster Castle. Um, Justin asked me to go along as guest medium, along with Gary and Joe, and Danny Moss is going to be there too. Um, then obviously in September, we have the festival. And then I'm also guest medium at Lost Soul Paranormals event at the Abbey Ooh. in October. Mm. But, um, yeah. Can't I, get rid of her. She can't get rid of me. Yeah, <laughs> Bloody cheeky. Yeah, so um, we're also doing Halloween with West London Paranormal, aren't we? We're doing the East Drive. Oh, yeah. Halloween with them, guys. Um, I've done a couple of events with them as guest medium already this year. So if anyone wants to know what I'm doing and where I'm going to be, whether it's a psychic fair, a platform night, um, guest medium on an investigation or whatever, all events that I'm involved in, are actually all posted onto my website. So you can go on there and have a look and see what I'm up to. I also do one-to-one readings. I do group readings. Um, People can book me to do platform nights for them as well. And you can also invite me to come along and be guest medium on your investigation. And I will come along and join you if I am available. And the other thing that I know that you've done recently, you also did a live, um, re, uh, you did some readings for people online, didn't you? Uh, you did a live reading. Will you be doing more of them online as well? Yeah, so <clears throat> I was just going to do is, I decided to do one the other week. Um, and then actually something I've been talking to you about, isn't it, Rachel? So I've decided now I'm doing them once a month and they will be on my Karen Frey Psychic Medium Facebook page. So once a month... I will be doing an hour of free short readings. Um, I don't ask for stars. I don't ask you for payments. All I do ask is if you make a donation to Calm, and I always provide the link. So if you have a reading from me, you liked it, you were happy, everything else, blah, 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 and you feel you want to give something, then you can by making a donation to my chosen charity, which I, like I said, I have the link on there all the time for you to pop on and go in, make a donation. Um, So yeah, once a month, the next one I'm doing is next Wednesday at eight. And that is always on my Facebook page. Um, I did actually get cloned the day after I did my last ones. A A new Facebook page appeared, Karen Frey Psychics medium and they like were me two of her yeah messaging people <laughs> offering them readings and asking them to pay money for make donations for something and all this stuff um but i have made it public that it's not me it's definitely not me 
I have had a lot of people contact me and I have told them I will never, ever message anyone and tell them I've got a message for them. I'll never message anyone and say, ask them for money or anything else. So, yeah, so free readings on a Wednesday night, once a month. Um, keep an eye on my Facebook page to find out when they are. And the next one is next week. Brilliant. So, again, I will put all the links to Karen and Rachel's stuff outside of the festival um, onto our web page, um, onto our Facebook page. So definitely head over, you know, give them a share, uh, give them a follow because you won't be disappointed. Um, just to let you know. Well, Rachel, let's, let's not uh, promise things there. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I just let you know, Rachel, it was a finish of 4-0 to City. I know. I did have a sneaky look. Yeah. yeah Come look, on, so City. Thrill. Um, it's ours this season. It's ours. <laughs> um, I just want to thank the both of you for coming on, um, sharing everything about the festival. Um, we're really looking forward to it. I know I can speak for Dan, Lauren, me and Sarah. It's going to be great to meet you guys in person. Well, it will be for me because it'll be the first time. You are, yeah, everybody else has been before. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, got, I got left behind before. I wasn't good enough before. But no. I oh. She'll kill me for saying that. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, it is it's gonna be a great event, and I just think well done to the both of you for doing another year. Um, we're really excited, and you know, it'll be great to do a follow-up with you both after the event so we could talk about the aftermath, yeah, that's cool. you know, about what took place, and you know, and who and then, knows, there might be an update to next year. Next so one. yeah, <laughs> um Again, I just want to thank you guys for taking part this evening. It's been great having you back on. Um, it's been great for me to actually talk to you in person, Rachel. This is the first time I got to talk to you. I know, so. I had the girls last time, didn't I? Thanks for having us. Yeah. It's appreciated. So, no, it was my turn this time. I'm taking over this time. Um, <laughs> so it's been absolutely great having you both on. Um, what I'll do is I'll put you in the back and then I'll just finish off and then we'll have a quick chat. And then, yeah, mm -hmm. but for now... Um, I hope everyone's thank enjoyed you. having Rachel and Karen on. We will have them back on soon. Um, but thank you guys for joining. It's been absolutely great having you Thanks both. For having us. Thank you. Speak to you later. Bye. So, guys, another great show. Um, just to really, you know, as Karen said, there's some, um, and Rachel, there's some day tickets left available. Definitely hit up the website. Um, it is a great weekend. I've been told by reliable sources, my wife, Dan, you know, they had an absolutely fantastic time. It's a great um, festival to just be amongst people that all share a common interest. Um, everyone could, will have an absolutely brilliant time. So um, as I said, the link for um, the festivals in the description there, but it's www.festivalofthunexplained.com. Um, and you know, any questions, hit up the girls. You know, they're very helpful, very knowledgeable with what's going on. Um, but it will be a great weekend for everyone to join in. Um, for us, uh, Portal to the Paranormal, the team are actually heading back out on investigation on the 27th of May. They will be going to Fort Whitley. So anyone that is um, local to the area that wants to come on an investigation, www.portaltotheparanormal.com. Um, book your tickets. I think it's £35 a ticket um, and it is a great location to investigate. But for now, I'm just going to say my goodbyes. As always, thank you everyone that watches on here. 
also watch Sam through our um, Spotify. All the details will be in the descriptions. But have a great rest of the evening, day, wherever you are. And we will see you next time on PTTP Thriller Podcast. But bye for now.